0: warning some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the f-word if the f-word is something that offends you fuck it let's do this
1: awesome hit the theme music doug
0: hello all you fanatical football freaks welcome to ignore the rant a special football edition if you would and uh, this, one's, this one's a little different, and uh, with me is Jim. Arona's not here, but Mateo is in the house. Hey,
2: how you doing?
1: This is going to be, I guess what you could say is uh, maybe a too immediate reaction to our football seasons. Sure. Being after one week in the SEC and now the third week is it's still in progress, but for our teams it's concluded. And uh, I'm ready to go ahead and write up how the rest of the season's going to go from a very small introductory level of field data. Doug, how do you feel about that?
0: <laughs> well, I know you feel that way about your particular situation. Oh yeah, but I'm feeling actually optimistic oh. in my situation. <laughs> what
1: the fuck is optimism?
0: Uh, the uh, <laughs> well, my boys, my boys finally finally showed me something. The, uh, uh, the, the the Dolphins? The Miami Dolphins took out Jacksonville in a beautiful, bigly way. On Thursday Night Football, they yes. were in primetime Thursday night. The only game in town. And uh, Fitzpatrick, man, couldn't have had a better game. And I know it wasn't, you know, I know we didn't throw a lot of passes and all that shit.
1: But, it, dude, it was a great fucking game for him. You know, it really was. No, he's the best quarterback that you could have. It's the best quarterback setup, the tandem, when you have the quarterback in waiting, the quarterback of the future waiting behind somebody you want it to be somebody like Fitzmagic. yes an old pro that is fighting for his job yeah. and he
0: took a lot of punishment in this game he got hit a few times really really hard that's why i'm glad Tua's not in there yet that's mm-hmm. why and yeah. i said that you know last week i yeah. said the same thing that offensive line they have to tighten up the line enough um to give Tua enough protection and they did they did great the the offensive line they didn't do great, but they did much better than anything I've seen this year. Well and just
1: look at the difference between Tua not getting his ass kicked right now versus Joe Burrow. Yes. Who Jesus, man, that guy is just getting paid to get his ass whipped.
2: They're catching he's catching licks, dude. Yeah, well, I've yeah. seen a I dude mean, against Philly. He was Cleveland. straight up
1: assaulted all dude, day today against again, Philly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, and dude, what's what's crazy is they didn't even try to protect him. They haven't. They haven't. Dude, they're doing the exact same thing again in, in Cincinnati. Boy, it must suck to be a Cincinnati Bengals fan. I'm telling you, dude. It, it's It's got to be as bad as being a Falcons fan.
1: They have. They probably <laughs> have a graveyard. <laughs> I in love
2: the, you, man, but it's got to
1: suck. They probably have a graveyard in the parking lot with Carson Palmer and Andrew Dalton or Andy or Andrew. What, the Red Rocket. Right, right. That guy. Because... Quarterbacks go to Cincy to die even if they're still young and youthful and full of talent he's and the red optimism. Writer,
2: <laughs> now he's in Dallas. He looks weird in a Dallas uniform. I didn't he's even know that, where he went. He's got that funky-looking haircut too. You know, I don't I'm, even know how he, I don't know how he styles it that way, but I mean, dude, all the power to him.
1: Uh, years of getting his ass whipped his hair just grows in that direction he now played a,
2: he actually played a couple of plays against the Falcons last week and I was like what happened mm. it, was, it was strange but then Dak came back and boy Dak got back boy you know what
1: I'm saying speaking of backup quarterbacks uh, that play against the Falcons the the Falcons just um, went and did what Falcons do against the Chicago Bears here in Atlanta today shit the bed and they had uh, Trubisky was the starter you mean
2: Trubinsky? that No, we just Ooh. said.
1: Ooh, yeah, former nice. North Carolina nice uh, quarterback. Who I don't understand how he's the starter over Nick Foles. Nick Foles has a Super Bowl ring and was the MVP of the Super Bowl. Yet you think he's better than Trubisky?
2: Matt Nagy. Or, or
1: you think Trubisky's better than Foles? It makes no fucking sense. Hey. But the Falcons do what head all... coach's
2: job there. He he made the call at at the end of training camp. He said that he said that Trebinsky, Won the job outright. So that's what happened, and here we are now. That's our decision.
1: We're sticking to it. Continue
2: to your story against the uh, good old Falcons.
1: But the Falcons do what all Georgia football teams do, and that is we will beat the shit out of your starting quarterback, but don't you dare put in your backup. We just don't know how to handle that. And I'm talking college and pro level. We just fucking shit the bed anytime that happens. And Nick fucking Foles comes in. And I don't really – I mean, I'm kind of upset. You should, be. but I'm kind of not. Like I was way more upset last week with how we lost yeah. than uh, than I was this week. Losing to the Seahawks in the opening week didn't bother me. It's kind of expecting it, but the fucking Bears. Ugh. Anyway, now I'm just saying the Falcons are 0 and three. Don't disappoint. Let's get that 0 and 16 dog. Like we are breaking all time NFL records in the ways that we're losing. The leads that we're blowing, having a ninety-five plus percent winning chance in the game and losing. it. I know it's a painful thing to watch, dude. It is. It's like yeah. I feel it, bad for the players that are actually trying. <clears throat> Me as a fan, I've given up. Remember last week, I said I'm done. I, right. I already, I, I've seen this before. I am done with the NFL. I'll still watch, only to bitch about it though. That's all. And I'm, I'm sorry that that's happening to you, but. I love what I saw out of the
0: Dolphins. That's all I could. all I can say that Thursday night is uh the beginning. If they can keep their momentum going from that game, that's the beginning of my prediction was eleven games. I think um, that is I'm b- I'm not I know it's I know it's a pie in the insane. sky shit. I know it's <laughs> pie in the sky. <laughs> yeah. That's what it, but I'm gonna you know, I gotta stick with it. That's that was my that was my prediction.
2: I like your loyalty to your prediction.
0: Yes, you uh, know uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna Welsh mine I'm was not, I don't
1: Welsh on a fucking prediction or a bet. Mine was about <laughs> seven. When, I was looking for about a seven and nine Falcons. I think that's what we were last year, and we started one and six or one and seven last year. So we'll probably fuck it up and still get a seven and nine right in the middle, right in the middle of the pack when it comes to picking a draft. You know, uh, draft pick. And if we keep Dimitrov around, he will surely fuck it up. He will surely go pick somebody that we don't need, that we're already fully in-depth with, but he was like, we take the best player available. Well, it's one like,
0: guy that really stood out offensively to me on Miami's offense was Gasecki? Gaseki, Yeah, He's a tight end. Yeah, he's, he's, that he's, guy... Fantasy Dude, that guy's going to be since week two. He's going to so. be Pro Bowl material if one he keeps day. it up if, yes. if
2: he stays healthy this yes. year. He will
0: have. He a good will year. be. He's he's a uh, and we need that. We need a tight end like that. We haven't had that in a, in a long time. And, and you uh, need
2: a balanced attack with right. a running game. I but mean, we that's, and we
0: have you know we've got a decent running game. Uh, it's not great right now, but it's getting there. You guys and, have
2: a tough stretch coming though. Yeah, we do. Uh, I'm I, know, be I'm with not,
0: you. I I'm not. I'm not sugarcoating you have, it at all. You know, but. Uh,
2: you got Seahawks next. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna eat you guys up. Yeah, we'll see, man. Alive, everybody. That's everybody
0: it. was saying
1: Jacksonville was gonna fuck us up, you man, know. And
2: you're talking about Russell Wilson. No, I know. On a MVP Where is caliber game? start in
1: in, it's in Miami. In Miami, mm-hmm. there's a hope.
2: And then the 49ers, You guys have to travel all the way out there.
1: Well, I mean, we're still you know? building, but
0: dude, this is and a new. A this is a new 49ers. team. This is a three-year away team. You know what I'm saying?
1: A three yeah. season away. Team. If they can have and I, patience and not blow it up. Right, right. A and lot of NFL franchises are impatient and, and don't the, allow the, it to progress. Exactly.
0: And the, and the only reason I did the 11-game thing is, one, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, and I'm fucking optimistic as hell. But two, good. two is there have been young teams, the Falcons – one of them that there have been young teams that come in and in their first or second year just fucking exploded Mm -hmm. and fucked everybody up so that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that i'm hoping can happen with miami this year but i'm kind of glad at the same time if i lose this prediction of 11 games it won't hurt my feelings any because I know we're building, you know.
1: Yeah, I know hey, we're building I'm, towards something. Hey, I'm happy for my hopeful NFL fans. Uh, like yeah. I, I, I wish you the best. <laughs> I won't be joining you this year. I will be taking the rest of 2020 off in the oh, so in the hope camp. No, I, it's it's actually fine. It, in in a way, it's much more freeing to watch football when you don't give a shit about
0: it. The, you know, look, I've been that way about for the Dolphins for 20 fucking years. Yeah. They, they, I mean, they've now, been
1: I'm now free to watch every game with just bright eyes and I'm not even doing fantasy. So I'm legit not pulling for anybody. I'm just going against the people or teams I hate and I don't have any skin in the game. Right. It's it's actually kind of fucking nice. And, well, and
2: th- also, we have to mention we had our first NFL tie today. Oh yeah! Forget about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Cincinnati Bengals and the Philadelphia Eagles playing. Uh, were they playing in? Yeah, they were in Philly. It was in
2: Philly. They just can't get a win. I mean, both teams are just pitiful. No, there's no offensive line. Their defense. Is, the only reason why their defense looked decent today on both sides is because there's no offensive line. And poor Joe Burrow, man. Poor Carson Wentz, dude. How's like,
1: Tampa Bay doing?
2: Tampa Bay is. is they beat doing, the Broncos. Doing good. They beat the um, Broncos
1: today by a couple of scores. And they were in no way, shape, or form in jeopardy of losing that game. They they got up early. They maintained it. It wasn't a there wasn't anything uh, really mind blowing that jumped out at that. The only play that I would say would be a little head scratching or slash concerning was Tom Brady threw a potential touchdown pass to Gronk in the back of the end zone, and Gronk had absolutely zero desire to try and stay in bounds. Like he caught it outside I mean it was he wasn't trying to drag feet he was just trying to see maybe he was just trying to see how far he could run with it after he (laughs) caught it but it was the funniest fucking shit ever it's like if you if he would have done that in Foxborough Belichick would have benched him it was that blatantly like what the fuck are you doing but Tampa Bay's now two and one they're gonna put on a nice little show uh the Packers are playing the Saints I think as we're recording this right now it's
2: three nothing right now
1: yeah who who
2: Oh, uh, oh, Green Bay. Okay. Second, Green Bay.
1: So I think the.
2: The Saints look like shit on their first drive. It was bad.
1: Well, the Saints oh. are missing their top uh, receiver, Michael Thomas. Yep. And I saw a stat come up. I think the Saints are 0 4, something like that. They're, they're winless. Without him. Under breeze since uh, Michael Thomas has been there. When, when Anytime he's that he's him. out. Yep. And I think the Packers hopefully will run. Oh. Uh, if the Falcons are going to be 0-16, I want the Saints to be 1-15. Because yeah. they've already won a game. I just want them to lose the rest. I hate the Saints more than I love the Falcons. That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, see, that's, and, and I'm, I'm the, that way about New England and, and Miami. If Miami, can, if Miami can
1: beat New England's record this mm-hmm. year, I'm happy. I'm happy. Tom Brady's not really one to give a fuck about, like, feeding a player. He'll right. spread it around. Yeah, He's
2: feeding Gronk today because won. everyone's been talking about Well, Gronk. because Gronk yeah, only had yeah. 11
1: yards in the first two games, yeah. and everybody that had Gronk was bitching up a storm. So. He, he,
2: made a, he made a funny where he was like, I'm here to block, you know? like, <laughs> Yeah, That's, what, you they know? that's what they brought me here for. That's what they brought me here for. It's my blocking is to, skills. Is to make Leonard Fournette a star. Well, he very um,
1: much uh, kind of gave, you know, a little bit of, Weight to that when he was running out of the back of the fucking end zone before he had the ball in his hand. I'm gronk. a blocker now. What do you expect?
2: <laughs> gronk looks stoned in this season. I'm sorry, his CBD treatment's getting to his head. Oh, maybe you. it's maybe Six or forty-eight. He's, he was targeted, I think, eight times. He's just he's he's older, you know, and, and taking that year off, it, it 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 takes your stride away from you. So give him two more weeks. He'll be Gronk.
1: Yeah, you know,
2: I believe that, and especially with no OTAs, especially with. With training camp being cut down to two weeks, pretty much. I mean, that's why the NFL started the way it has.
1: But what about
0: KC today? No, KC's they play Baltimore tomorrow. 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 Baltimore tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah.
1: That. That is my early season. That's the AFC Championship. Right. You're getting a glimpse at what the AFC Championship this year is. It
2: could be. It just depends on how it plays out because of the new playoff format. There's seven teams in each conference. What's cool is is that this could be the potential tiebreaker for the number 1 seed that actually gets a bye. Yeah. But uh, it, it really depends on, on what sneaky wildcard team catches their stride, like a Miami Dolphins team yep. potentially. Um, you, there's no telling.
1: Um, sure. The, the Steelers Pills, would probably be more likely to all of a sudden come running into the the postseason.
2: The Buffalo Bills look scary. Yeah, uh, the
1: Bills. Man. Well, Josh the Bills, Allen's the Bills on the Bills way are de- to an
2: MVP start. Right
1: they're no now. longer just the whipping post. But actually, yeah. I
0: think Miami will be beyond Buffalo, where Buffalo is of right course. now in three years. That's what fans are supposed to think. That's exactly the way we're supposed to feel. We,
1: we overreact. We think that they're I, better than they are, and we think that they're I, worse than they I are. I am looking for a fucking New
0: England-style <laughs> dynasty. Oh, Miami. Jesus. that's what I'm looking for. Oh man, that's what I'm looking for. With Tua fucking breaking every Brady. See, record this is, there is the
1: this is the problem having Alabama fans yeah. bringing their dominant yeah. uh, idea into the NFL. It doesn't exist there. No, oh, I know it doesn't, but it does you know, It could there. happen.
2: I'm feeling good. I mean, it's enough about y'all. Uh, I'm a Colts fan. I know you are. And we whooped up on them Jets today.
1: Well, they did what they were supposed to. And I'm not taking anything away. We, sh- we should be they,
2: 3-0, but we yeah. let Jacksonville get us week one, which blows that was my fucking Jacksonville mind. Jacksonville should
1: be the whipping post of the NFL. They literally tried to get rid of their entire team a week before the season started.
2: That's what everybody How they was win saying. any
1: games, I'll never understand.
2: That's because they have the stash, man. That, that, Gardner Minshew, he, he came out saying, well, I mean, if we're flopping a season, I don't know. I, if I've we got nothing to lose, that, you know. So he came out slinging. He only missed two passes in that fucking game. Yeah. So he had a dude. He had an incredible game, and now he looks like shit. He looks like Uncle Rico on the porch. But I'm gonna tell you this: I I think the Colts can can take, especially now after watching today. I'm so pissed that the fucking Vikings let the Tennessee Titans win that game today. They had Vikings played like shit, but they had it wrapped. They had dude. They had the lead the entire game, bro. They should not have lost that game. Granted, eh. now Tennessee's three and You know it, it, that's what it's going to come down to, especially because Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans today went zero and three to start the year. Mm-hmm. It, it officially the Texans has are made a our division
1: fun. They they seem uh,
2: they got rid of the best receiver they had, dude. Indeed, yeah. High, man.
1: They they they're a, a safety. They're a sheep in wolf's clothing. The Texans. I'm not buying into them. Bill I,
2: O'Brien's I, a terrible head coach too. Uh, I sw-
1: well, you could literally swap Dan Quinn and Dan O'Brien. Is it Dan O'Brien? Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Billy. B. That's how little like give a fuck about the guy. You could literally swap Dan Quinn and O'Brien, and you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. They're the same shitty coach that has had talented teams under them underperform directly based on his lack of leadership.
2: The reason why Billy still has a job really is is because Deshaun Watson is his, his ability to use his feet and be creative. You know, if it wasn't for that, dude, his play calling is absolute trash.
0: Yeah. It's trash. It's It's like we were talking about him earlier. He's he's on the chopping block. He should
1: be. Uh, He should be be on the chopping block. He should be gone. I think it was Chris Chris Mortensen that tweeted out today as they were losing to the Colts that basically the Jets front office is already looking at uh, options and alternatives and that this coming, you know, today and this Thursday, because I think it's the Broncos and the Jets playing this Thursday. They say that pretty much if they don't win this Thursday, he's fucking gone. Gone. He 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 should already be gone. Yeah, he really should. He was an odd hire. Uh, I, yeah. I didn't understand I mean, why it, the it doesn't hurt my feelings
0: in. that it's the Jets. And, I mean, cause, yeah, well, yeah, i sure. the fucking Jets, but I mean,
1: yeah, he's horrible, terrible.
2: Adam Case is another product of Peyton Manning. You know. There's a Adam lot of phonies was, out there yeah, well, that
1: are building their careers off the work of others. Yeah, Adam Gase just, was,
2: I believe, the OC for that Denver Broncos team that won the Super Bowl and had a little bit more success, obviously, without him. But that's the reason why he got a head coaching job is because everyone wants, uh, everyone wants a two tight end set where you can be – you could mix it up at any moment, and you have to have a strong running. You have to have a strong running attack in order to actually pull that off. Mm-hmm. And then play action becomes a problem, and you're cutting up the middle of the field. You're you're wearing down linebackers. That's really that's that's at the end of the day. That's how you actually win in the NFL. It's wearing down a a, a a defensive middle. You know, like everyone's all about the DBs,
1: dude. If you working get, the perimeters, man, dude.
2: If you get those linebackers on their heels and get them chasing the ball instead of a quarterback. That's how you win games in the NFL. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, Speaking of killer coaches, um, I don't know if anybody's noticed this or not, but there are three head coaches in the SEC now that are directly products of Nick Saban.
1: I don't know if anybody's noticed that or not. So you got Kirby Smart, Lane Kiffin, and Dan Mullen. Look at me. Look at you. Look at me Look over at here. that guy go. It's crazy when you Could have. Did a- see Jimbo Fisher as
0: well? Jimbo Fisher, yeah. Was he with at LSU?
1: I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he was. Because if you look at the Saban coaching tree, fuck. Maybe even Will Muschamp might yeah. even be. Yeah. 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 I mean, I. I it might be more than. But more. I'm talking <laughs> head coaches in the
0: SEC. I mean, directly. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Um,
2: I'm excited for SEC football this t- three, year. I three, three head
0: coaches off of one <laughs> under one. You know, I mean, yeah. COVID
2: nineteen made it actually competitive.
0: That's another thing that makes this makes the SEC what it is, and it's gonna be because when you have when you have uh, like I said, three other coaches that have all worked under the this one coach, they know what the fuck this one coach is looking for you know mm-hmm. they know what he's gonna do they know his tendencies they know all that shit yeah and it makes the fucking games
1: so much better well, know, and now makes... you're starting to get that coaching tree branching off from kirby smart right because yes arkansas's head coach uh which was george's first opponent yesterday right worked on it was our offensive line coach last right. year and the and years preceding uh but I've got to think that and the talent gap probably helped us win, right? But uh, yeah, let's get into the SEC. Yeah, let's, that let's, was. Let's transition out of the NFL. And go, let's let's talk about SEC <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll football. We still got plenty of <laughs> yeah, NFL. Yeah.
2: I bet you almost shit a raise in the first half, huh?
1: I was less than thrilled. I was shocked. So okay, I was in shock. what what happened for all those non-football listening fans? And if you're listening to us just out of the kindness of your heart, thank you. Um, Georgia started their third-string redshirt freshman coming off of brain surgery quarterback in a season where there was no spring practice and very limited practices leading into this. And we just had a our first-string option opt out about three weeks ago. Right. So needless to say, he had a mountain to, to climb. Right and he stumbled his whole fucking way down that thing. It was it was I, I, like I said, I was
0: shocked. I yeah. was shocked. That whole first half I was like, holy shit, if this is all Georgia has, so, it's
1: it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. His name is Dwan Mathis, he's number 2. He was a transfer from Ohio State when Justin Fields, we did a little switcheroo. When Justin Fields left Georgia to go be Ohio State's quarterback, Dwan Mathis transferred down to Georgia. Right. So he was a four-star out of high school, slated to eventually play at Ohio State. So the kid has talent. He just doesn't have any timing or any practice, really. Right. And he the his reps that he got with the starters was so limited because he was our third option coming into the season that, I mean, we should have just put a, an actual freshman out there and we would have probably gotten same results. So what happened was he went, I think, six for 13, for like 60-some-odd yards and an interception, and it was just god-awful. He he ran to the sideline and stupidly didn't get out of bounds earlier in the game and got blown the blowed up, got fucking absolutely unloaded on, and I think that got in his head because immediately his play after that was wretched. So much so that later on in the game, next quarter, he was running for the first down and jumped out of bounds and his foot landed on the first down marker that's on the ground on the sideline and it's like you couldn't even just extend the ball out to get the first down and it was third down so that's when I knew that he was out of it mentally and so we put in our red shirt senior (laughs) walk on practice squad your fourth best quarterback Stetson Bennett God love him he's a teeny tiny little guy (laughs) he He's who filled in when the dogs went to the Rose Bowl to play Oklahoma. He was how he set up the Baker Mayfield effect, right. the little right. the little scrambling mobile guy. He's not a starter. He's never meant to be a starter. He understands this. He's accepted it. But good God, he came in and gave it everything he had. Yeah, he did. And the the dogs did eventually win the game. They were down seven to nothing for far too long. It was seven to five at halftime. Yeah, yeah, and the, and I'll say this about the first
0: half: uh, the only thing that saved you guys in in the first half was your defense. No, your defense caliber, was man. fucking on it. Well, the only they thing were that on saved All us the, the whole points. game was the defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. they got you
2: on the board yeah yeah they they did they
0: They scored more points
1: than our offense for
0: uh, quite a while but they they were they the defense
1: boy they did their job i mean i was i was impressed other than one blown coverage play by richard lecount our safety our senior safety which is on him but that i'll chalk that up to first game you know live action whatever first quarter but after that no more points offensively And LeCount got two interceptions. So I was like, that makes up for it. That's a net zero. Right. The Dogs did win with the largest margin point differential in the entire SEC. It just didn't feel like it at all. Uh, So it's Arkansas. And not only that, they missed the money by one point.
0: (laughs) Oh, is that what you were texting <laughs> me was, about? Yeah, a lot was, of people losing money? Dude, it was 28. It was Georgia in 28. That ah. was the fucking pick on that game. whoops daisy. And, uh, and Now, I mean, you could have got in. If you'd have got in a couple days ahead of time, it was Georgia in 24 and a half. Yeah. But, well, anybody but,
1: betting on football this year, you're a, you're a maniac. Yeah. You're an animal. Yeah, but you're living you, life on you, all the edges. If you bet on that game
0: yesterday, if you took the fucking 28-point spread, you lost. Even though Georgia won, you still lost. Yeah. And, uh, I would have never bet on yeah, that. Yeah, not twenty-eight There's, points. There's no way. Not with quarterbacks. Not, not with the quarterback situation George is in. I no. mean, and, and it
1: is a. It's a situation, dude. It is. It's something that's... Yeah, we got Auburn coming up this yes, week, yeah. and I'm it's, excited for it's, that. It's in Athens. Game day is going to be there, which doesn't mean as much as it used to because fans not really being a part of it. Um, our good buddy, who's on our intro, is going to be there. He's going to be in the stadium, rooting him on. telling him to hit the theme music and whatnot. So Georgia has a week to find a quarterback, and uh, like I've said in other episodes on this fine, fine program that we bring you weekly, I'm not a conspiracy type, but it wouldn't surprise me if JT Daniels, the transfer in from USC, all of a sudden got medically cleared this week. I just would, it would not shock me if the doctors all of a sudden found him fully healed and ready to... For com- That's what's going to happen.
2: Uh, There's yeah. way too much on the line, especially because everyone in the SEC every week is wild, dude. I mean, that's going to crown a true a true champions coming out of the SEC. Like, whoever – I don't, I don't see anybody going see And it ain't gonna going to be LSU. <laughs> Holy now, well, shit. The fact that they're still ranked after yesterday – Blows my mind, but granted, it's yeah. it's a. T- I'm sorry, but the, the team they play, that they're a lot tougher than than people than people think they were. I mean, I'll
1: I gotta say this: LSU <laughs> played Mississippi State less yesterday and lost what 44 to 34 or something like yeah,
2: that. Yeah, by 10
1: at home in Bat- Baton Rouge, and that's abnormal any year, no matter who the opponent is. That that doesn't happen. That LSU gives up 40 plus points at home, much less to Mississippi State who is also rolling out their new coach for the first time, who is not used to the SEC style of play and is out there just gunning it. You know, it, what rank, is it, air, yeah. raid? The the air raid? Air raid offense? Yeah,
2: that's another... Yeah, we'll see how that goes. It works in college. Well, I'm just,
1: I am just was trying to get the name right. I didn't know if it was air, it's raid, air raid or, you know, run and gun or what. So it's Mike Leach, who I got to say, I'm happy as fuck he's in our conference. He's going to make the... Halftime interviews, the post-game interviews, so much more entertaining. Uh, now, that other team in Mississippi, Ole Miss, who's coached by Lane Kiffin, who likely won't be there in 2022, um, they got they got pretty well handled by Florida, which now everybody and their cousin are all over the schnod of uh, the Gators, thinking that they're going to win the East, Georgia doesn't have a quarterback, the great myth of the Bulldogs has now been unveiled and it's Florida's, Florida's the team to beat. And I say to anybody that's thinking that, and this isn't because I'm just a Georgia fan, but I think you've got another fucking thing coming. I don't think they're nearly as good as everybody wants to crown their asses as.
2: Well, but when they, when, when they run into Georgia, they'll see, you know, Uh, because that's a real defense, man. (laughs) There's a lot of talent, a lot of speed in the, and and in the defensive backfield too. So I'm going to be honest, man. Um, Florida looked fucking dangerous. Um, Trask
1: threw they Their six. tight end looked fucking dangerous. The motherfucker had four touchdowns. Yeah. And so, hey, Pitts, Total number offense. 84.
2: Total offense was fucking nasty. So yeah, 646 yards and, and against, uh, against this, I don't know, uh, I'd say an average defense in the SEC.
1: Yeah, Ole Miss is a stage or two below Mississippi State. And so Florida's defense didn't really impress me giving up, I think 29 or whatever points to 35 or yeah, maybe even more, but 35,
2: yeah, 35.
1: That's why I'm like, anybody that's wanting to go ahead and call Florida the, the champions of the SEC East after game one against Ole Miss, I
2: can't believe they're ranked 30, uh, I can't believe they're ranked three, to be honest with you. That's a bad ranking, but now, everyone's everyone's on the teat. I sure. will say
1: this the one thing that I totally loved before the four o'clock games kicked off was uh, our little pals out in the West, or I guess Central America, uh, the Sooners. Boomer Sooner. Old Oklahoma good, dude, got fucking rolled up on by Kansas State. The number three team, Oklahoma, came into the season ranked number three and gave up a bigger lead than the Falcons have ever given up. They got right. busted, dude. At home to Kansas State. I, oh, I was loving every minute I'm of that Kansas game. I'm a Kansas
2: State fan. You back up right now. Well, all, hey, I, all, all not,
1: I can say, hey, all I can say is roll fucking Tide. They,
0: Alabama did. Alabama did everything they needed to do. He showed me everything I needed to see, and uh, yeah, roll fucking tide. <laughs> Mac Jones, man, he had a great he had a great day. He, you know? he has very and good ball placement. Y- he yes. d-
1: He put ball passes on a dime. dime yes. right where the receivers could only. Uh, they didn't even have to make a play. It was right. just boom. Just don't yep. drop it. Very two alike. Very, very good quarterback. Yes. Like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think, obviously, they'll be fine. Uh, LSU took a step back. They only have, I think, five returning starters from last year's team. Between the COVID opt-outs, graduation, and draft, they're just not the same team. I was surprised
2: um, Saturday by South Carolina.
1: Yeah, South Carolina uh, South did Carolina play, beat
2: themselves at the end of that game. Yeah. And they, they, yeah. they would have had a chance to go down the field. And yeah, they played a good or game. Be, or win. Sorry, it was a four-point difference. Yeah, so they had a chance to potentially win that game. And... Tennessee, I'm not a believer. Yeah, they've won seven straight since the end of last season.
1: Their quarterback is their biggest hindrance, and they don't have another option, so Garantano is all He's they their
2: got. Leader. He's their leader, too. So
1: He's all they got, and he ain't good enough to get him over the hump, in my opinion. I will be very surprised if they win more than seven games. But I think they will win six to seven. Their
2: schedule's brutal. It is. Brutal. It is. I
1: think a good year for them will be seven and three. Yeah. I really do. Um. Well, but we got a And M coming up.
2: They extended their coach to twenty twenty five, didn't they? Uh, Tennessee, I'm pretty sure they Pruitt?
1: did. It's possible. I mean, he's got the he's got the staff. He's been recruiting better. They are building in Tennessee. I'm not saying that they're uh, worse than they have been under his watch. I think that they will be. I think seven and three is a very good turnaround for them. For I think them, that they yeah. will be. You know, even six and four is a good turnaround for them in a ten game SEC only schedule. So I think, like the Dolphins, the Vols will be better next year and the year after than they are now. Um, Florida, same thing. They're getting better. It's nice to actually have some competition in the East again, Um, even though we did get smoked by South Carolina last year. I will never forget. But it's nice. Speaking of other teams in the East, Kentucky is a pretty decent, okay Not great, but
2: defensive, yes. Can be, I will say, defensive wise, Kentucky is there. They
1: that game against Auburn should have been much closer and could have gone the other way. There was a play where Kentucky, by every stretch of measurement of football, scored a touchdown. They called it back, they or they didn't call it back. They they said, nope, he didn't score a touchdown and made him run another play immediately after or um, that next play they get a turn or they they turn the ball over and Auburn runs it all the way back for a touchdown. And then they call it back on Auburn for a targeting call. And so the whole game after that point in my mind was just fucksville. A mind fuck. Kentucky should have had that touchdown. I believe they would have been up if they would have had that. Then their like you said their defense would have started to chip away at Auburn cuz I don't think Auburn is nearly as good as they have been in the past um Kentucky, I think, could have won that game if the refs didn't fuck it up. The refs in that game were just bad, just not good. And you hate to see that no matter who's playing and no matter whether it's pros or college or even high school, you hate to see the game get turned because of shitty refing.
2: It got swerved for sure, yeah. dude, because those kids were playing. They were playing football on eggshells yeah. after that, and that sucks. I man. You don't want to play football on No, let shells. them,
1: especially this year. Especially the first game, just let them fucking, first of all, call touchdowns when there's a goddamn touchdown. But other than that, let them play. Just let them fucking go after it. So
2: next week's going to be interesting. Um, uh, all around, I mean, it, roll fucking tight over here. I mean, you guys have a test next week, your first, yeah. your A&M first M, test. Man.
0: I mean, that's going to be a good game.
2: It's going to be a really good game. And then what's funny is, uh, see, I'm, 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 a, I'm a Florida Gator fan. Everyone knows this. Uh, everyone hates me. A Bunch of haters. On the Gators, but
0: uh, fuck the Gators.
2: Well, I mean, what's funny is everyone's on the teat right now, and I personally, I am not a believer. Um, I want to see them win a few more games, dominant style, before I am going to say that they're they're going to be able to compete with Georgia, uh, especially because when they run into a Georgia defense, uh, that's a that's a totally different dynamic as far as a ball game. But South Carolina next week, it's it, unraked opponent. They're pissed. They're hungry. That, that, to yeah. me, that's uh, it, it's, it's smelling like Upset City, to
1: be honest. Um, South Carolina, that's the role that they play. And uh, it's the role that they played since Spurrier, is that they will go and sneak up on somebody that they have no business fucking even being on the same uh, field with. They have Arkansas, young, Arkansas can do that, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. They've done that.
2: Our Kansas has always been. De- yeah, they'll Boy. they'll
0: sneak up on you and fuck but, you up. But
2: dude, South Carolina has a good running game, so we're we're really gonna see what Florida's about this week. I believe that because it's if it's a tight game, Florida ain't shit. It's gonna be Georgia, Alabama. It, 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 those are the two teams in the SEC, man. That, I, that,
1: I still think it's gonna come down to Georgia, Alabama, and and regardless of what happens in a couple weeks when they play each other in Tuscaloosa. Um, I still think at the end, you know, r- the week before Christmas, I, w- I still think it's going to be Georgia Bama, and nothing I saw this week changes that. And then I know you could say, but Jim, weren't you just talking about a fourth string red shirt, you know, recipient of a whatever walk on? Yes, we're not going to have the same quarterback situation. are not for very long. This no, week, no, actually, your, your we already called this. Come in. He'll yeah. come in, yeah, yeah. Uh, JT Daniels will come in and do what JT Daniels does. (laughs) He'll get
2: get miraculously cleared this week, guaranteed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost surprised he didn't get cleared at halftime. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But either way, it is, even when I was in my depths of fandom despair in the first half of the game yesterday, I was still happy that I had something to be upset at. And that is football. Football's right, back. Even right. Good, bad, indifferent. Even even with all my shitting on the Falcons that I've done <laughs> up to this point and that I will continue to do, I will still watch yes. every Falcons game. Uh, of course. And, the, and just be happy as fuck. It so is, grateful. It is the greatest season of the year, and that is football season. And it's the
0: greatest sport ever fucking invented. Uh, I, you know... I know you're a baseball fan and basketball and all. I I know you guys I hate but, basketball but yeah, I appreciate I don't, baseball. I, baseball baseball is extremely boring to me. The yeah. only two sports that I really did well three, there's three uh is football, hockey and boxing. Yeah. Those are my three and they're full contact sports. That's a, that's why I like them, you know. I like yeah. I like that shit and it's Football man is just uh, to me. uh, It is. It's the greatest sport ever invented. From Mm -hmm. when I was a kid playing it and growing up playing it, it it was just man. There was nothing like putting on them fucking pads and running out onto a football field. It's major clack, baby. It it is. It is like a fucking. It's miniature war. Yeah, you feel like a gladiator. You know, you you got your fucking suit of armor on and.
1: And you get out there and fucking. You can be a hero and you can also be a villain. You can. And you could also be a, yeah. a victim. Yeah. That's <laughs> you can, it. You can get so just blown the fuck up by somebody else that's bigger, exactly. faster, stronger. Yep. Got to chime
2: if, in on basketball. I love basketball. Been a basketball fan since I was a little yeah, boy. Yeah, I'm not really. Apparently I'm they're in basketball. the finals
1: and I have not yet.
2: no. Not yet, but we're there. Well, the Lakers One are team there, is. right? All the Lakers. LeBron is in his tenth finals. Yes. Yeah, is he even going to
1: play, or is he going to oh, no, go take gonna a play. seat and cry in his towel about something? Dude.
0: I like to play basketball, and I like to play uh, uh, baseball. I love to play it, mm-hmm. but to watch it, to sit and watch, it's like golf. You know, I like to go play golf, but I don't want to sit and watch fucking golf on TV. It's yeah. boring as shit. It's yeah. boring as hell. And the only time I do watch golf on TV is like when it's the Masters or something yeah. and it's the final day and there, you
1: know. It's the ceremony yeah, of it it's all. The, Yeah, that's basically what it is, but it's still boring as shit. The it's only like time a- I really love to watch golf, well, the only, well, let me say it a different way. The only time golf is on in my house, it's a really good feeling because that means I have everything done. that I I have nothing else going on. Nothing to do. And I can just put that on and put my feet up and go, my to-do list is all checked off. It's golf now. Yeah. 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 Now I will put things off to have football on so, a lot of times I'm a little nervous when football's on because I'm like, man, if we don't fucking win, I just wasted four hours right. and I got shit I got to right, do. Right. Now
2: I got to make up all this shit. But
1: anytime I'm watching the, you know, <laughs> the, got shit to do. any golf tournament, it means that uh, I am, I'm just killing time.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Damn>. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. I don't care yeah.
2: about life right now.
1: No, no. i watch you know, these millionaires hit a little ball around a very nice manicured lawn and, uh, it's, yeah. just, it's just not for me. You know, I don't slam anybody
0: that's into this shit. I just, it's just not for me.
2: Back to basketball. Braun's going to his 10th finals very dominantly. Took out a team in the Denver Nuggets that had actually done something never done in all of NBA playoff history. Mm-hmm. That was come back in two series from a 3-1 deficit to reach the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty historic. Um, I, I'm going to be honest. I really wish they could have done it again and took the Lakers the fuck out of it. Just because the NBA, to me, I, I, as much as I've watched, as much as I love the game, it is fucking paid for, man. And it's the teams and the rich and history teams that always prevail, no matter what. They get all the calls shifted their way. Like, dude, LeBron's charging is out of fucking control. <laughs> How many times does he have a 10-charge night where he should foul out, but he does not. Yeah. He receives the and one. Well, they
1: got to kiss the ring.
2: Oh, yeah. And But here's the thing. Like, for instance, the Eastern Conference right now, mm-hmm. it is down to Miami and the Boston Celtics. Dude, Miami has done nothing but be dominant this entire playoffs. Like, fucking swept the four-seed Pacers out in the first round. Like, they were fucking kids. Like yeah. And then, dude, they I think now they've lost a total of three games, and two of them are to the, uh, to the series they're in now against Boston. Mm-hmm. They had a 12-point lead at halftime in game five. They could have closed it out. But granted, Boston came out with a much different attitude, and they were playing like they were actually playing, like the Boston team that I expected to see the entire series. Yeah. Um, I think Miami should have won. The, the, honestly, the night before the Lakers were crowned West champs, yeah, we should have already had our finals teams right now. It should be Miami
1: Lakers, right? I'll now. but I'll speak as someone they're that, playing
2: right now, actually, which is funny. Right on.
1: I'll speak as someone that does not pay attention to the NBA, especially this year. The child of the '80s in me would be happy to see Celtics Lakers of course in the finals. I would actually tune history. in just to just to see the that opening series. And then I would immediately change the channel because they're all prima donnas, way worse than the NFL. Well, speaking, and I can't I can't stomach it. Speaking as someone who
0: thinks you, both of you are speaking Japanese right now, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about because I don't follow the basketball at all.
1: I had no idea that he were even in the playoffs. I thought they were still, like, reeling from when LeBron left. Yeah. I, and yeah. that was probably, what, seven years yeah, ago? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, know. I I don't know, know either. I don't know either. I mean, the, all I know is the Hawks suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan is the shit. <laughs> yeah. And Rodman that's is still the worm. Yeah. I don't know. That, Anything after that? That's me. That's me. You got
0: me. Hey, but I will say this. I'll get into another sport I love, boxing. Did you guys see where Pacquiao is fighting, signed to fight UFC guy. What's his name? Conor McGregor. McGregor. Yes. Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah, they signed. They're fighting. And yeah. uh, so, Pac- McGregor, look, McGregor, this is what McGregor is doing th- the right thing. He's, he could really get hurt in the, I mean, he could really get hurt boxing, but he could get really Not by Pacquiao. You, you, no, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's taking these fights uh boxing matches where he's making big money big but money. he's not taking the chance of getting hurt like if he was in the u f c so I mean you know taking the money without the damage right, without yeah. the damage he's doing it right he is and but I gotta say, man, I am waiting on this tyson fight I that's can't wait. i I'm that glad. is the that is the fight that I'm waiting for, and it's supposed to happen in November, I believe if the world's now, still standing yes, and um that yeah that's the that's the fight I'm waiting for and did you see that Tyson is uh voting for the very first time uh-uh. did you see that that's that's another thing that Tyson's never never voted and he's voting for the first time
1: I saw him and, on uh, Rogan uh, a couple weeks ago maybe only two weeks ago and it was funny because Tyson was on Rogan previously I don't know call it a year I don't have it in front of me right and Tyson over the past few years has kind of made a, a new renaissance and finding himself, yeah, smoking a yeah. lot of weed, being a lot more peaceful of yeah, a man. Yep. Yeah. And his first time on Rogan, he was saying, I don't even want to work out because I'll get that feeling in me where it overtakes me. Right. And I have to go do what I'm bad called things, to do. Right. And that is bad things, very bad things. And Rogan was like, that's cool, brother. Let's just get high. Yeah. <laughs> right, Let's right. just keep the tiger in the cage. <laughs> right, right and then he signs this fight so rogan's like i got to have you on this what the fuck this is so different than what you were telling me last time i talked to you <laughs> and he said for real his reason for all of this is that he was starting to get fat and he he, he asked his wife to go buy him some new pants cuz he couldn't fit in his old pants and his wife just said, "Well, why don't you get the fuck up and just go get on the treadmill, you fat fuck." Something, something to that degree. Right, right. And he was like, "Well, but come on, I don't want to start working out because if I start working out, the devil inside yeah. will come and get <laughs> me, get to take over." And I gotta, I gotta kill, I gotta answer that call. <laughs> and so basically, he just started to get back on the treadmill. He started to work out just a little bit, but immediately he was like. Oh no! I got to it. Yeah, I got to so, go all in. Yes. So now he signed to fight against Roy. Yeah. Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr. Jr. Yeah, and it's gonna be a that's gonna be a killer fight. And dude. when he came back on Rogan to talk about all this, there were moments in the episode where, if you're especially if you're watching it, not just listening to it, you see this machine within Tyson that's always been there. Flip on like a switch cause Rogan I don't know what the fuck he was thinking but he was just like man you got the killer instinct in you I can see it in you it's activated and that's when Tyson said some fucked up shit he's like oh come on Joe like when I hurt somebody i maybe knock him out maybe not it's like orgasmic and Rogan's like tell me more he's like seriously like I ejaculate into my shorts no, I didn't say that. But you could see his yeah. lust for like, oh, it's coming back. Yeah. This is who I am. This yeah. is who I'm supposed to be. And it's like, you're not going to put Tyson back in the cage it's after like, you dude, get it's him like It's
0: like It's. I look at this. Uh, you remember what, the way we talk about Metallica? Yeah. I look at this moment as uh, as Tyson's uh, saying anger. <laughs> you know what I'm There's saying? There's going to be a lot of I, anger coming I, I, d- out. I do. I look at it, I look at it as like Hetfield you know, make going through all the shit that he went through and coming back and and just put it, that and then Death Magnetic, dude. It's I see the same thing in Tyson, but in
1: a animal way. Roy you Jones, know, Jones Jr. Is, should he's in better oh, shape, he, he should just go down immediately, he, like he, yes. Tyson, because I've seen some of Tyson's workouts and sparring tapes. The he's hitting hard, dude, dude, dude. Is going to murder him. He's meaning business. Yes, yes. he
0: is not. He's not. And he's in the best shape of his life. Dude, dude. I remember way better than when he was in the day. Back in the day, uh, what's his name? Harold. um, Can't remember his last name. His boxing guru, the guy's like uh, been around forever. He said Mike Tyson hits with bad intent. Yeah. And Customata said the same thing. Yep. He said when he hits. He is hitting with a bad intention. Yes, you know he's hitting I'm here to, to fucking, destroy you, to fuck you up. Yeah, yeah
1: and he's and going it, to do that. Yes, just seeing and, and how I can't hard wait for that dude. Uh, not only just how hard he's hitting, but it's re- That's his name, Harold Letterman. Awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Not Not just the force that he's punching with, but the speed. Yes, I know. He, when he was on Rogan the first time, and he was all fat and doughy and just loving life. There's no way in fucking hell you would have got me to believe, even though that's Mike Tyson. Because, I mean, he's in his 50s, so it's like, there's no way you could have told me that man could potentially go back to anything like what he was, but seeing all of his new training footage, oh, he's back. No, I know. He's a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah. I I haven't seen any of Roy's, so I have no idea where he's at in this, but it's almost, uh, it, it almost doesn't matter. You know, and I hate to be so ignorant to whatever Roy's been doing in his camp, but just Tyson, man, he's not. Well, Roy Jones Junior. Nice.
0: is a good, he's a great boxer. I'm not gonna, I, I'm not gonna take anything away from him, but he's not Tyson. No. I, and he's never been in the ring with anybody like Tyson. No, no. And He thinks he has, but he hasn't. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he, I know he, you know, he was the first guy to win all three in three different weight divisions. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, went all the way up to heavyweight and got the belt. And, uh, but yeah, he is no heavyweight.
1: He no. never has
0: been. No. He's, you know, fucking middleweight at best, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and he gained all that weight to go up into the heavyweight class and there was nobody there to fight him. There was nobody. That's why he did it. You yeah. Know? There yeah. was no, there was no competition really.
1: Hey Roy, and, uh, it's all just a plan until you get hit. But
0: dude, <laughs> if he if he'd jump, if, if Roy Jones Jr. would have tried that shit when Tyson and Holyfield and Burbick and all them dudes were fucking fighting, he'd dude, been destroyed. he would have, dude, he'd no be destroyed. Yeah. He'd have been destroyed. Yeah. And and yeah, I I really just I don't think that. Um, he knows what he signed. <laughs> I really don't. I, I, you know, I, I, Roy Jones Jr., because they're looking at it as a charity fight. Sure. That's what it, you know, it, the money's for charity.
1: Yeah. That was but, the only thing that was bringing uh, Mike Tyson back into not being an absolute murderer right. on Joe Rogan show because he was like... I'm going to destroy him, but all of the proceeds are going to go to charity. Right, yeah. And it's like, oh all shit, you're right, terrifying going to ch- me, Mike. But yeah, it's scary. Isn't it it yeah. is. It's scary. I'm going to murder him for the betterment <laughs> of the the cause. Yeah. Uh, I can't fucking wait. I can't wait. No, that's I can't gonna be- either,
0: man. I mean, that's that's one thing, dude. I've been waiting since they signed. Yeah. Since they signed that paper, and it it was supposed to happen. This month, actually September was when it was actually supposed to happen. Yeah. And then now they moved it to November, kicked it to
1: November, and hopefully it'll happen then. I'll buy know. it. I'll have it on at my yeah. house. I'll be grilling out. I will be giving it the full-blown yeah, that'll couch be, treatment. will be great. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. That's going to be fucking badass. And hopefully by then, my Falcons will be 0-8. <laughs> Let's get to it.
2: That's uh just get it on. Like, but that's if the world's still standing.
1: Correct. We'll see so, how that goes. So that fingers crossed. Back but, to football. But yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just after one week of SEC play, you know, could things have gone better? Sure, could they have gone worse? Absolutely. We now have a little glimmer into what this season is gonna look like, and it's just beautiful it's it's everything i thought it was gonna be and maybe even more we'll have to wait and see next it's week it's gonna get better because with each week the games are gonna get better too. yeah yeah of course they are there's yeah. gonna be more on the line there's gonna be
0: and, you know, and and what you know once all the coaches start you know reviewing film and shit and yep. all the other games that are going on and the team they're playing the next week and all that it all yeah it's all a it's machine. All up. Yeah, it's like a machine and once that machine gets rolling, man, there's some good fucking football. But I gotta say, um, I still wish it would have stayed the ACC and the SEC. Yeah. That would have been that would have been the shit. It would have been the shit if it was just SEC teams playing each Actually, other. I say the, the more the merrier.
1: The more the merrier is fine with me. Uh, you know the Big Ten is going to come in in a month, and yeah. no one's going to give a fuck by yeah, them. Yeah. They're no a bunch of places, man. They, yeah. they
2: really are. They're uh, it's uh, they're proving it even more so.
1: The Pac-12 is apparently coming back with a yeah. seven-game season, yeah. which no one will give a flying fuck about and, as and well. Th- that's what I'm saying. They, they're only doing the
0: bare minimum this year to just keep to, use, from, to keep from all the shit we were talking just about. Just to use the, up a
1: year of eligibility.
0: Exactly, exactly. The eligibility. That's that was the big sticking thing. With the whole thing was, yeah. you know, are you gonna add you add another year of eligibility? Well, if you do that, are you gonna do it for all the fucking schools, or are you gonna do it just for the schools that opt out, or what? You know, there wasn't
1: enough there. There weren't enough conferences that opted out. That literally, the two big ones that opted out were forced to come back because the the whole system was going to get right. Fucked. Right. So, who's really paying for it? In my mind, are the seniors, especially yeah. the seniors yes. for the Pac-12 teams. Not yeah. a single Pac-12. Team, namely Oregon, has a shot in hell at getting into the playoff, and yeah, and you just got to feel for those kids. If I was a senior on any of those teams, they should all be allowed to transfer immediate eligibility at any school of their choice, right? Right, and and can play immediately, right? Because that's just they got did wrong, in my opinion.
2: They did uh, they, that, that, and and also th- that's the whole reason why they are even playing is because those seniors. And we're so upset at the fact that they're not going to be able to finish, dude. That's going to be the last year they play ever. Ninety-eight percent yeah. of those kids. Yeah, some of them you know? ever. Yeah, and
1: yeah. Most of most of them, them yeah, ever. Most of them. Yeah. yeah, about ninety-eight and a half yeah. percent. Of yeah. Them. yeah.
2: And and I mean, just think about how some of us felt through this whole pandemic. You know, me, I'm really, really deep, dude. And if I was, if I was on a football team right now, dude, I'm playing my ass off right now. Oh yeah. Now. I'm playing. I'm playing my heart out. I don't give a shit. If I, get an, if I get an invite to the combine, I don't give yeah. a shit about any of that. It's the fact that all the unknowns, you know, and the fact that now I can put this helmet on and go really, really, really give it hell, you know, and, and how humbling that is. You know, just uh, no one, dude, uh, the first month of this pandemic, everybody in the back of their mind was saying, man, this could be it. Yeah. You know, this could actually take us out. And honestly, as a human race, we fucking deserve it. We're, we're shitheads, you know, but these poor kids, man, uh, especially like, like the NBA draft, man, that's, that's another one. All dude, a lot of people don't realize how much hard work goes into becoming the best at what you do. Sure. Especially in basketball, you You know, uh, dude, in basketball, it's conditioning, strength conditioning. It's on the court six hours a day. It is full on fucking dedication.
1: And yeah. this thing landed right in the middle of the when, start of yes. March Madness when we were in conference the lights tourneys. The are off. They're, yeah. They're, they're they, they stopped some of them mid-game. Yeah, they did. In the middle of the game. The and so, remember that. Everything was up in the air. And most everybody was saying, at that time in March, there's no fucking way in hell you can even have football this fall. Like, get that out of your yep. head. Just go ahead and 2021 is our best option of potentially but expecting the college. are
2: saving their ass. Yeah, They don't want big lawsuits. So it depends by state, obviously, that they're still going to try and protect themselves from big lawsuits by putting out certain disclosures stating that you're putting yourself at risk.
0: You yeah, it, it, was, it was crazy, but man. But at this the-
2: point, they're saving their ass and they're saving even more money and they're just allowing these kids to go hurt themselves and hurt themselves and hurt themselves and they don't want to give them shit.
0: The parents lost their fucking minds. They did. That's basically what happened the parents when when they said there was going to be no football the every parent of every fucking senior and junior or, or anybody any any especially the the really talented players you know they were it's time the to students. fight the power sure. they lost their mind. yeah it's time and, to fight the power saying yeah.
1: how dare you tell us what we can and cannot right. do right at least give us the option to opt out and there's been plenty of players that took that uh even plenty of professional players that have done that now, I don't know what the numbers are because th- this is a part of the college football side that I'm not paying any attention to unless it affects my team directly because it would just be too difficult to, and too much to keep up with are the numbers of players that are testing positive. I don't know that yet.
2: We had our first NFL.
1: That's what I was going to get this, to. This week. is Is not only, not only can the Falcons lose back-to-back weeks when being up 20 points <laughs> plus – uh, but back, we also too back, too back. get the award, and I'm taking my curtsy, I'm taking my bow now, of Ooh. having the first NFL player test positive for COVID. Yep. Hip, hip, hooray! And it's probably not going to be only one player. Well, it was our rookie defensive back, so he was probably out at right. fucking Magic City breaking yeah. all team rules, <laughs> making it rain, <laughs> and he got, he got the... Covfefe. Yeah. And, and for, so those, he, the for those of
0: you who don't know who, what Magic City is, didn't we do that in a podcast?
1: It's oh, unreleased. We, we didn't
0: release it, did we? It's unreleased. It's unreleased. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Magic City is a delightful, delightful establishment <laughs> across the street from
1: the Greyhound bus station in downtown Atlanta. Yeah. Which is just a stone's throw from the Fulton County Jail, Jail, where your ass will likely spend the night if you have too good a time in Magic City. In Magic City, yes, You better stop off at that Greyhound and try to get the fuck out of Dodge (laughs) before Fulton
0: County gets you. And by the way, a man got shot at the Greyhound bus station this morning. Oh. Yes. Well, it is Sunday. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We could probably say this again tomorrow. It was was
1: actually last night, but early this
0: morning. Okay. It was like two o'clock in the morning. That's a
1: part of town that, uh, let's just say, is the shitty part of town. You don't want to be, I don't know, spending too much time in that part. Yeah, of that. yeah, and we didn't, and we never released that episode, but that is a funny, funny episode. Yeah. It's very um, risque, I so always say. Yeah, so we we, say. well, we clipped out the section that we were talking about Magic City, and we have that. We might put that out on our Instagram sometime. Just, how about this? If we can... Well, I'm not going to say if or when or whatever, but after we hit a certain threshold, and we'll let you know, we're going to drop that little uh, clip that we made about Magic City. (laughs) Yes. Really, all it is, is I got to figure out how to put the visual together that goes along with the story so it makes sense. But either way, you'll see it in due time. But uh, yeah, if you're ever coming through Atlanta, I mean, you're free to do what you want, but uh, stay the fuck away from Magic City. Yes.
0: And (laughs) don't uh, bring a Greyhound bus into the city. Uh, don't take a Greyhound bus. I no. would not. Uh, I would not suggest spending any amount of time in the Atlanta Greyhound bus station.
1: No, don't come with any valuables. Yes. that's for sure. Yeah, I've
2: done it one time, but I went to Marietta, and it's still pretty fucking god awful.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's close. Maybe, I've, maybe we can go ahead and put the whole. See, this is what AJ Terrell was the player that uh, got COVID. He fucked up. He should have taken the whole team down there. Yeah, and just got the whole Dude, team all sniffled up. He already did. And
2: he's, just if he got COVID and he's playing football, bro, don't you worry. Well, That's no. that not the last of the Atlanta Falcons. He's been completely
1: squad. physically removed from the whole operation. It's too know.
2: late. If COVID really does spread the way that they say it does, it is way too fucking late and it is going to affect the veterans first.
1: Well, guaranteed. I guarantee. Well, the only caveat in that is they're changing the testing protocols but they're getting tested every single day sometimes multiple times a day and i don't know if the fast testing how quickly it will capture if you have it from the time that you get it and i don't know any of that so um that's the problem with covid it's hard to tell yeah All the around. testing the testing is the problem with covid that's yeah. the biggest problem with that shit right now but i will say this whether or not the entire Atlanta Falcons team has it uh has zero Impact on how shitty they are at football. I will say that. They suck at football. Um, They suck at closing football We could be good at football, (laughs) but we suck in our front office. We suck in our coaching. Uh, So basically, our our sidelines and our executive front office is just the worst. And I want them all gone. They have no business having anything to do with any football operation. And uh, as long as they're there... I won't be
2: It's family ties I'll,
1: dude I'll be at my house watching them uh, watching from afar and I will they're they're always my team. I always want them to do well, but I can't want what they're not willing to do. They got to get their shit together.
2: I've lived here long enough I want them to succeed because I have so many friends that are in a deep dark state of depression right now. <laughs> you know, and I feel so bad for them because I I watch it every week too because it's the televised game too, you yeah. know, and it's like, oh man, not again.
1: I see Dude. it as a comedic Fuck. athletic theater when they were <laughs> oh my god, when they were starting to give the game away. Ugh. I was laughing. I probably sounded like a madman in my house because I was laughing at the Falcons collapsing. Because I, I see it now as like, holy shit, is this happening again?
2: Well, Foles is y'all's like worst case scenario. Yeah. When that happened, I was... And then he came in with a visor at first. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he has this whole different helmet, and he could see clearly, and he just started picking y'all apart. And I was like, oh, man, this is bad. But see... He went on the run. You you guys started the run for Nick Foles to win a championship. That's what the Falcons do. We lose
1: to the, the eventual MVP. Super Bowl champs. Whether yeah. we're in the Super Bowl or whether we're in the playoffs, we're always losing to the team that's going to win it all. That's that's our blessing to the rest of the NFL universe. Uh but yeah, I'll just I'll just finish it off with this because this is gonna be a long season of me shitting on the Falcons. And that is that uh I win sixteen, baby. Come on. Come on. He Let's wants just,
2: Trevor Lawrence. He thinks that's the problem. No, Matt Ryan ain't the problem.
1: No, I, I want to lose every fucking all game. the games so there's no possible defense uh, and I'm not talking about a football defense. I'm talking about there's no way to have any defense for Dan Quinn or Morris or Dimitrov having any leg to stand on and keeping their job. I want him to fuck out.
2: Well, Dimitrov should have been gone way too long ago.
1: Yeah, about I 10 mean, years ago.
2: But the problem is it's all family tie bullshit. He's married to Arthur Blank's daughter or some shit right
1: well he came in no i think you're thinking more about rich mckay like the president and all that something Dem- like that but still, there's some family bullshit but he came in because he was part of the patriots brass and we thought that just as long as we hire the people making the decisions in other successful organizations and let them come in we can be that and it's like no that's not always how it works you're leaving another big portion of that equation out, and we're not getting Belichick or Brady. So, Dimitrov, I, I agree with, yeah, get him in here. Give him five to six years. See what he can do. But the second that he starts drafting start, uh, defensive linemen from Minnesota and Rashid Hagman, it's like, whoa, whoa, no, no, no. You, stop trying to be this diamond in the rough guy. You, you live and work. In the southeastern United States, you have the best example of the most premier football players in every state that touches the state you live in. You don't have to get creative and go get the fucking left tackle from Minna fucking Soda, you dumbass. Go up to Clemson. Go over to Baton Rouge. He could just just... go
0: two states. He could just go Alabama and Georgia. Yeah. And have just just recruit in those two states. Well, he
1: can't just scout scout the college teams that are in your region because that's where the best football is happening this whole idea and this is why i hate certain front office nfl types is that they they they're just they nut every time they find a diamond in the rough they want so badly to find a guy from north dakota state that's going to be the next jerry rice right right you know terrell owens went to university tennessee chattanooga yeah Boston uh, College. Yeah, Brett Favre, of Southern Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Like everybody's looking for the Hall of Famer long shot so that they can say, Look, I know how to evaluate talent. Well, prove it to me by picking the most obvious fucking choice, and that is the best players that everyone knows are the best. Stop getting creative with it. This is simple talent assessment, and you you fucked it up repeatedly. Yep. And you fucked our books up so much that you you're overpaying Matt Ryan. I'll say it you're overpaying Julio Jones. You're overpaying Grady Jarrett. You you have 80% of your books wrapped up in three guys. I'm sorry but in the whole thing about football is there's no me in yeah, team, you a, know. No I and team. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's right. I remember I'm a shithead. So yeah, I say yeah, there's no, there's no, no, me no but there's a team, me. Uh, you put everything. You just
2: can not help yourself sometimes. I'm a contrarian
1: kind. No. Yes. I I got to be who I am. But you have it all wrapped up. It's top heavy. And it's it's all wrapped up in three people. It's like, fuck that. Fuck all that. I don't give a fuck if Matt Ryan leaves or Julio Jones leaves. I want the team to win games. I don't give a fuck about the players winning games. That's the beauty of being a fan. I'm a team fan, not an individual player fan. Yeah, exactly. And that's me too, like the Dolphins.
0: When the Dolphins went all the way, they were a no-name team. They yeah. were They were the faceless NFL team. But they played like a unit, like, like they a team. played like a fucking team, yeah. and and they went all the way through. You, know? I want a
1: team with no superstars.
0: because yes, superstars no ruin divas. teams. Yes, divas, divas. It, there, it's there's so many, there's so many people that think they are the shit in the NFL. That that's why I don't watch the NFL as much as I do college, and but just. Like our old argument, it's not as competitive because them dudes are afraid they're going to hurt theirself and they're going to lose their fucking, you know, big
1: multi-million dollar contract. Well, here's the thing. If you were to ask me, Jim, would you rather have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and Grady Jarrett as a Falcon, or would you rather go win a Super Bowl? Obvious fucking answer. Yes. Go win the goddamn Super Bowl. I don't give a shit who is doing it. I don't care about the players. Leave that up to them to care about for themselves. but And I love Julio Jones. I really do. He's the greatest thing that's ever happened to the Falcons. He's a dude, he's great. great he's receiver. selfless. Yep. He's the best wide receiver. Uh, his stats won't show it, but that's because he's double teamed every fucking play. But anyway, yeah, I'd, it would be a sad day if we traded him, but if we win the Super Bowl immediately, don't care. Don't care at all. I don't give a fuck who's on our starting lineup. Just don't fucking play like you've been playing. You That's know, all. When,
0: you know when you mentioned Julio Jones, and I'm I'm glad that you mentioned him because I have a theory about Julio Jones. I think that he will be a Miami Dolphin within the next two years.
2: I agree. He'll he'll go somewhere. Yeah. He's kind. I, I think he'll be a soon. Dolphin.
0: I think he. I think he'll be. I think him and Tua, but but they they put them together down in Miami, dude. I I I think it'll be a. I, I I just I see that I see it coming. It
2: sounds like it sounds like a, a really good possibility. He can go to several teams.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. there's gonna
2: be a lot of people on the market yeah. for him. But after after seeing him with this hamstring issue and him already aging and seeing where the Falcons are headed this year by the way they're playing, dude, it's it, it's gonna be hard to keep him. They got to free up space. They have to. Yeah. In order to build. So yeah, it's and that's uh, what I'm saying. I've made happen. peace with it. Yeah.
1: I've made peace with. And Julio our-
2: is. Going to be, he's going to go down as one of the probably the best Atlanta Falcon receiver to ever play the game in Atlanta. Yep.
1: Yep. And and Um, I can't
0: see him getting rid of Matt Ryan. I mean, I could see him trading Julio before they got rid of Ryan.
1: It would make more sense to trade Julio, keep Matt Ryan, get a a Trevor Lawrence or a Justin Fields, get that next talent in there, sit your ass down for the next three years, let Matt Ryan finish out his contract. And let him ride off in the sunset right. and retire a falcon. Right, he, he, he's not going to be a journeyman quarterback. Right, that's just not in his cards. He's going to be with the Falcons until his retirement or until his contract is up. Julio has a lot of value, a shitload of value. No, it's probably the most valuable falcon we have as far as trading. And but the, f- the only way that I would be okay with trading Julio is you got to get Dementro the fuck out of there. I need somebody in our front office that can know how to draft. And Dimitrov just fucking doesn't.
2: Like, look how y'all got Julio. I mean, that. because we traded up,
1: yeah, six yeah. picks and traded away the fucking house just to never, get him.
2: Yeah, you didn't have a first round pick for almost three years.
1: Like, and to me, that wasn't worth it because we haven't won the big thing. Now, had we won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, it was worth it. It was worth it, but we didn't. And that goes back to leadership. And, and who leads does one of the
2: greatest it. catches in Super Bowl history.
1: Yeah. All we had to do is and, just run every single play yep. after we were up twenty eight to three, and it's a guaranteed win.
2: But no one talks about that catch at all because you guys did not win the Super Bowl.
1: Correct. So Fuck Incredible. a Falcon. Fuck a Falcon. I'm just glad that football's back. And uh well, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta watch Drew Brees get his ass stomped in by the Packers.
2: I'm watching it. I can't help myself.
1: No, I'm I'm going to watch it here in a minute, too. But uh, it was only the first week. This is our first football recap SEC episode. Yes. So not a whole lot. Don't want to say too much more, man. We got nine more weeks, and I just want to kind of let it play out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, there's some, uh, you know, we got some NFL in there. but
0: Yeah.
2: I'm excited about the Iron Bowl this year. I think... Uh, Auburn-Alabama game is going to be the shit.
1: I think Auburn's going to get sh- their shit pushed in. Yes. I do not think Auburn is that good. Yeah, I don't think Auburn's that great either. I think You're
0: I a think Florida-Alabama, Florida, that's a game. Or, yeah, hell, even A&M-Alabama, so, that's a game. That's
2: going to be a hell of a game. I'm that's excited a, for that, that one, too. That's a fucking team.
0: game. And Georgia-Alabama's
1: name's it. But, yeah, I don't see, you know... Now there's uh, there's Take still a chance happens. Auburn can get it together and get some mojo going. Yeah. but it's going to
2: be good. Auburn is a good football team. Auburn is going to be a good team this year. Whether you like it or not, they're tied. <laughs> 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 All right, well,
0: Well, that's kids. the one thing me and Jim have in common is a hatred of Auburn. Yeah. We both hate Auburn, so
1: yes. All right. Well, like well I guess that'll well, do it for this one, huh? All right, kids. We'll, uh, a right. little football edition. We'll be dropping these in little special football episodes, completely independent from our other stuff. So yep, stick around, check that news feed or that podcast subscribe feed, whatever you call that damn thing. Yes, and, uh, we'll we'll keep them coming. There you go,
2: Mateo out. Thank you guys.
1: Go dogs. Road. Road.